And now, live, it's time. Which team, by colors alone, is identifiable around the world? It's time for the JT The Brick Show. Which team, by slogan, commitment to excellence? On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just win, baby. All those things are the Raiders. Here's your host, JT The Brick. Out of the gate, JT, as we start today on Raider Nation Radio, on, unfortunately, a very important day in Raider history. An unfortunate day in Raider history as John Gruden is out. He has resigned as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, and we're going to talk about it for the next two hours like we talk about everything on the flagship of the Raiders. Uh, You should start dialing if you want to get in with your opinion of what's happened here in the last 24 hours, what's happened since Friday over the weekend, as obviously we push back our coverage of the Denver Broncos coming up on Sunday for this breaking news and get into the timeline and what happened here over these emails that have been released over the last couple of days and John Gruden is out as the head coach of the Silver and Black. As I begin the show, uh, for years, you know my relationship with Coach Gruden on television and off the air. We consider each other friends and I don't condone anything that he said in those emails, I am highly disappointed, I am shocked by it, and I can't believe that it came from Coach Gruden and he would say this at any point in time, 10 years ago, 7 years ago, 2 years ago, whenever it was. I'm absolutely shocked by the developments in these emails that have surfaced from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and everything that has progressed forward since the initial email on Friday. That surfaced about Demora Smith and what's changed here in the last 24 hours. Coach Gruden could not survive this, nor should he survive this. He's out. He's out because of what he said. The misogynistic language, the anti-gay comments, the comments about the league and the commissioner, no coach, no executive in the league would survive this. So it's very simple to me. He's out. For the mistakes that he made in emails to Bruce Allen of the Washington Redskins years ago that came back to cost him his career, his job as the head coach of the Raiders, and put the team in the situation that the team is in as they're early in the season, and he was the leader of the Silver and Black. No one that I know within the organization knew that this was coming. No one expected this. No one was aware of this when Coach Gruden was hired, and no one expected this. No one even thought this was possible. There are people coming out now all of a sudden saying things about Coach Gruden, what they felt he might have been and all of that. Whatever you think, I'm not here to change your mind. You have your own opinions. I host an opinionated talk show. But I never, ever, ever would expect it. This is the ultimate nightmare for me to know that Coach Gruden put these thoughts in emails if it was in jest with a bunch of friends in a small group of people on an email and it came to surface years later. You write this down, it goes out, you press send, it comes back any way it comes back. In an internal audit of the Washington Redskins at the time, now the Washington football team, if it comes back and it comes to light from an investigative reporter, however it is, however it comes to light, You have to resign or you'll be fired and nobody can recover from this. So it is very unfortunate. It is very disturbing. It is very sad because of the the John Gruden that I know, 
who's been nothing but great to me, and we had a fantastic relationship. I still consider him a friend, a guy who played a big role in my career, and I am deeply, deeply, deeply disappointed by everything that's happened here. There are many more people higher up on the food chain than me who are much closer with him, including his coaches, his staff, the people around him who came back to Oakland, who moved to Vegas, who are much closer, their families are closer, and I know they feel the same way or similar ways by this, and they'll remain loyal with the friendship that they have with Coach Gruden because of the individual relationships we've all had with him. But the people that I've talked to are all highly disappointed and shocked is the best way to describe this. And it's sad. It's a fall from grace, deservingly a fall from grace, for something that Coach Gruden put down in his own words and press send, and that's what took him down as the coach of the Raiders. And it was either going to come from the league, eventually quickly come from Mark Davis. Coach Gruden was in a position last night to resign after he talked to his staff. And it's incredible the turn of events that has happened to John Gruden since his time here with the Las Vegas Raiders, which, you know, I believe to this day he came here to win. He came here to win a championship. Uh, He got along great with his players, his staff, I've never seen anyone work as hard in my life. Never. I've seen a guy put all of his time into one project, which is coaching, and to try to win here, and it will never happen because he has to step down at a level of disgrace because what he put in his own words and sent out, which to me is really unfortunate to his legacy because I look at his entire work and his entire body of life and what he's done and all the great things he's done, all the tremendously great things that he's accomplished individually in his career. I know his wife, his kids, one of his sons still works for the team, and it's just a fall from grace that nobody saw coming, including the owner of the team who went out of his way to go hire him because he wanted him particularly to bring the Raiders back to greatness because Al Davis hired him back in the day, and they got damn close to winning. John Gruden left to become the head coach at Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl, and Mark Davis wanted him back here. And Mark Davis obviously had no idea. No one around the league had any idea. Nobody in journalism had any idea, let alone coaches, friends, players, and all of that. So as I look at this, and I did a three-hour show last night on Sirius XM, which was also highly emotional coming in. I was at a Monday night football appearance last night here in town when the news broke. I had to leave, come back, get ready to do my show. We did the three hours. We'll do the two hours here, and we'll talk about it as long as you want. I've always been transparent. There's nothing to hide here. Again, I do not condone any of this. I am shocked by this. I am deeply disappointed. I never expected it. And like the mass majority of people that know John Gruden, We only knew him for what he was, a great friend, good to all of us, respectful to all of us, and it's just a shame that this happened, but it's all on him. He owns everything. How many times have I come on the post-game show from the stadium and said before it even got to me and I opened up the phones that John Gruden just owned it? He, He called bad plays, the team lost, the team didn't win, and he took all the blame on him. Well, he's doing the same thing now. He never meant to hurt anybody. I sincerely believe that. 
but he hurt millions of people with those remarks. And he's going to have to live with that, and that will be a part of his legacy. And I hope that John Gruden is able to find forgiveness, find peace in his life, have an opportunity to talk about this again, and accomplish what he'd like to accomplish with his family and his kids and future grandkids the rest of his life. Because that's the John Gruden I know. I did not know this side of a select few emails. And I would never condone this if it happened to anyone that I know in my life. Anyone. Friends of any kind in media or in my personal life. If you know me, you know I have a lot of friends. I mean great friends, best friends. I grew up with 12 of my best friends in kindergarten and we're all in each other's weddings. I'd say the same thing if it happened to any of my friends who consider brothers. These these remarks have consequences. And the emails that were uncovered by the New York Times through a Washington audit of the Washington football team took down his career as a head coach in the NFL. To say that I'm sad and I'm shocked by this would not even touch the surface. Okay? I'm deeply disappointed. And I never thought that anything like this could happen. Nor most of the people that I know, from Raider fans, Raider Nation, Raider staff, Raider ownership, Raider vice presidents, executives, nobody saw this coming. It is shocking. And it's very unfortunate. But when you make mistakes, and for those who keep, you know, people are texting, calling, people are asking me, how do I feel about this? Why is this woke? What? No, it has nothing to do with that. You might think it does. I don't. This, to me, is about a tragic mistake, about someone who had these thoughts and opinions and put them in an email. That's it. If they weren't in an email or on a hot microphone or on someone recording him, None of this would have came to light. To me, it is really a big, big story that I'm not into talking about today, but how this came to light. How did this come to light? It wasn't on a Raiders email server. It wasn't a Raiders internal investigation. It happened on the other side of the country when John Gruden wasn't a coach in regards to emails with the guy who hired me initially back in the day, Bruce Allen, and a group of people on an email chain. A lot of people are comfortable when they're on emails with their friends and associates. That's a big lesson to learn here. Your text message group, your email group, no matter what you do, if you say things like this that are anti-gay, misogynistic, you go after the commissioner by using a, a certain gay slur, you're done. You're done. Now, maybe you weren't done 10 years ago. That's not the hill I'm going to go die on, that this was cool 10 years ago, or this could have been said at any time. This cannot be said at any time. The NFL is about inclusion, or they're trying to be more about inclusion. As those who are out there saying, you know, the NFL wasn't always about inclusion. The NFL is working to try to be more inclusive. The best part of the NFL being inclusive is the Raiders or the team that everybody uses as the example. Other owners and other teams say, hey, you might not like the Raiders, you might not get the Raiders, you might not like the owner. Al Davis, the Hall of Famer, was a maverick. But nobody debates that the Raiders are about diversity and inclusion. So for this to happen to any Raider employee under any circumstance where there's a voice trail or an email trail, done. No debate, no discussion. We'll have the discussion on the show, of course. 
We'll talk about this, and we'll work it out, and we'll get through it. But I don't know anybody here other than some people who have been really radicalized that believe that this is acceptable behavior, and you could keep your job in today's society. You know, what's happening now is people are debating five years ago, ten years ago, that president, this president, this commissioner, that president, inclusion. No matter who does it, you're out. John Gruden resigns as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach after reports that were emails discovered by the New York Times through the league that were anti-gay, misogynistic, and language used on multiple topics. If these emails were never discovered, do I believe that John Gruden lived his life like this every day? Not in front of me. Not in front of his coaches. Not in front of his players. Not in front of his wife. Not in front of the people I know. That doesn't matter anymore. This is what happened, and these are the results of critical mistakes in your life. And you can imagine how crushed I am knowing what I thought about John Gruden as the coach and the man, what I still think about him as a friend. I got a lot of friends, and if friends make mistakes, friendships stay together, and you try to either rebuild them, help your friends along the way, help them heal. That's all happening with me right now. I have to do two radio shows a day and talk about this. So I'm deeply disturbed by this. And I know that a lot of other people are deeply disturbed. The other topic is what the Raiders do moving forward. And the Raiders now have to play football games. And they have to win football games. And for those who want to debate what happened last Sunday about the Bears, was the team ready to play here or there? Those who think they played badly could use this and say this was it. Those who know football a little bit better would probably say it doesn't have an impact. They just got beat. But going forward, it's a big deal. Coach Passaccia, who I know in passing and met him a number of times, uh, I, I think the world that he could get this thing going and win games are three and two, and hopefully he can lead this team. There's former head coaches on this staff, including Tom Cable and Gus Bradley, who have an opportunity to close the ranks here and get the team to play. I know Greg Olson and Johnny Morton and a lot of coaches that have a really broad mind when it comes to football and could help everyone in that locker room who are going through difficult times. John Gruden's got a lot of friends in the media. Mike Tarico's his best friend, went to bat for him on Sunday Night Football, saying he's never seen this side of John Gruden. Mike Tarico's got a much bigger platform than I could ever dream of in media here, and there's a lot of people that Coach Gruden let down. He let down all of us because of a bunch of emails that got exposed. No one saw this coming. No journalist again, no player, no friend of John Gruden saw this side of him. And if they did, it can only be a select tiny group of people who did because everybody who's on television, everybody who's on radio who knows the coach is saying the same thing. I never saw this. Never saw this around coach. How could you see this around coach? If I, was, if I heard people talking this way or if I was involved that this came out, I would categorically deny this easily. Some topics in radio for me are much easier than other people give me credit for. This is a very easy topic for me. It's hugely disappointing. It, it's a gut punch like I've never had to deal with in 25 years on the radio, local or syndicated. But it's very easy to see what happened here. He put things down in an email that got him fired or gave him the opportunity to resign. It was a tragic mistake. 
you can sit here and debate what level of the mistake it is. There are people that are saying it's not a big deal. It happened in the past. I disagree. It's a big deal. You can never say this about individuals. That's what cost him his job. And then there are other people who are going to say it's not as big as blank. It's not as big as what Ray Rice did. It's not as big as this. It's bigger than Deflategate. But it is the stop. Stop. We know why John Gruden is no longer in the building. It's very unfortunate and it's tragic. But he brought it on himself unfortunately, because of what he wrote down and sent via email. Now, there are a lot of people wondering, and we'll talk about this in the coming months, why just him? Why only him? That doesn't matter today. They got him. He was the guy they got. 650,000 emails, and no one from the Redskins, formerly that, now the Washington Football Club, the ownership not taken away from Snyder, other executives, just a guy who was in the media at that time and his select emails. Yes, because that's where the investigation is today. I talked to sources today on and off the record. There's a lot more coming. Okay, there's a lot more coming. There is what you would say a treasure trove of emails out there on the Washington football team server that could open up a can of worms for the entire NFL. John Gruden is not the only one involved, but John Gruden is the first to go down. And he's going down because he deserves to go down for what he wrote, which is very tragic and unfortunate. I consider him a great friend, a great friend. And, you know, from the experiences that I've had with him, my wife, my kids, and what I think of his wife, one of the greatest people I've ever met, and their kids, I think the world to them. But like everybody involved in this conversation, either in the tight inner circle, which I'm not in, or the outer circle, which I believe I'm in, and then all the thousands of people that Coach Gruden knows who really think highly of him, all of us combined, no matter where they are in those circles I mentioned, are all very disappointed that it ended this way. How could you not be? A lot of Raider fans love Coach Gruden. He came back here to win. He loves the Raiders. And... He's basically a guy now who's out because of a tragic mistake. 702-365-9200. Chris in West Oakland, start us off on Raider Nation Radio. Hey, JT. I I know how tough this is for you. And kind of like when I called your your show last night, I I didn't know where I was going to take this phone call, which way it was going to go. Listening to you, the way you're handling it is, you know, and I know you've taken some shots from a lot of, so-called Raider fans, that you're a shill, you're a homer. I think you're handling this as good as you possibly can. Gruden's been a great guy to you. You won't, you know, and I know what a loyal guy you are. I know what good friends we are. You don't just abandon your friends, but you're also not on here defending his actions like a lot of people are trying to. Sometimes friends have to tell people what they want to hear, not nece- or need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. And I'm glad that you're giving us all this platform, you know, not just kind of sugarcoating it like, like I think a lot of people want to. That being said, li- listen, and I-, I made a comment about a caller last night that called right before me. If you're going to get on here talking about the way these things were found, what spare me all that crap. If you think what he said is not a big deal, then you are a big problem of what's going on in our society. You cannot, this guy, I listen, I loved Gruden. I wanted a different play caller, JT, and I've, I've been on the record. I've been very critical of that, but I never once said I wanted to see him fired. You know, and we'll talk in the go- coming days about how this affects the team and going forward. But 
You cannot sit here in any way and defend what the man said. You can't insult black people, you know, women, homosexuals. This guy, he's, I know Coach Gruden said I never meant to hurt anybody. I've heard many people say today, and I've seen a bunch of shows and felt the same way, it's hard to make statements like this. Well, you don't think women should be officials? You don't think gay people should be drafted? How do you think those aren't going to hurt people? I don't know Coach Gruden like you do, and if you vouch for the man's character, JT, that's good enough for me. But if there's anybody out there that thought he could survive this, I I just think you're completely delusional and a bigger problem with society as a whole. I will say this. I'm going to give a thanks to Coach Gruden for the hard work you put in. I didn't agree with a lot of your personnel moves. I certainly don't agree with with what's coming out now. One thing that's not in dispute is how hard this man worked. You might not like his play calling. You might not like his player personnel decisions. The man gave everything he had to the silver and black. Unfortunately, now, you know, I, we, live in a, we live in a forgiving society, JT, but I don't know how he recovers to this, ever gets another job as a coach or for sure a broadcaster. But that's something he made his bed. Now he's going to have to lay in it. I just want to thank you, though, my friend, for giving us this platform, allowing us as Raider fans and people in general to sound off on something. This isn't just a football issue, which is what we're going to focus on, because like you said, JT, you only tie these things in when you figure, fit it into sports. But you know, you cannot make statements like, like John Gruden made and expect to hold a job. And if anybody comes on here defending what John Gruden said or, or else, you know, he shouldn't be fired or it happened 10 years ago or what's the big deal, well, the minute somebody comes on and says that, JT, I pretty much know exactly what makes that person tick and how they are. i got to get into practice, my friend. Thanks for letting me rant on this. I'll call you later in the week and what direction I think uh, Coach is going to take us going forward. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for calling in. And, again, uh, no, one, no one can recover from this. No one can recover. No one can recover. And a lot of people are using that saying no one can recover in today's age. No. I don't agree with that. No one can recover from this 10 years from now. No one can recover from this in this league 10 years ago, five years ago. This is a fireable offense. It is conduct detrimental to the Raiders, detrimental to the league. Whatever level you platform you want to put it on, you do you. You do what you want to do. But it's pretty simple to see that, unfortunately, John Gruden, who I think is a great football coach, he's a Super Bowl winner. He's got a coaching tree, which is incredible, around the league with all the coaches that he's mentored and the coaches he's worked for, including the new head coach of the Raiders, Rich Passaccia, the impact that he's had on Gus Bradley, and a lot of other individuals who are highly disappointed today, but will still have Coach Gruden's back because these individuals in the coaching ranks and executives and people around the league can look back to some of their success from the opportunity Coach Gruden gave them Along the way, unfortunately, they can't, nor will they, back these statements. No one can condone these statements. It's really simple for me. It's tragic. It really reads like a Greek tragedy. It's, it's incredible the life that this man had a month ago, even though it's always under duress as a football coach, always under duress as a football coach. You're only as good as your last game. You're going to have triggered fans, fans that just go nuts. And then fans will see and walk right up to you and ask for a selfie. And can I have your hat? Right? That happens all the time. That's life. But you cannot condone any of this. And Mark Davis would never condone this when it comes to seeing these emails. The league and the timeline 
from last night with Adam Schefter on Monday Night Football with the breaking news as the New York Times story broke. It started on Friday when John Gruden's email about DeMora Smith, the executive director of the NFLPA, came out and he used a racist trope to describe DeMora Smith. Now, today, the NFL said it was closely monitoring the situation and there were more emails that were sent to Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis. Those emails were full of racism, homophobic slurs, sexism. He offended NFL owners, the commissioner, and the league was on standby waiting to see what Mark Davis would do. Well, about two, three hours ago, Mark Davis arrived at the Raiders facility, asked to meet with John Gruden, and John Gruden is out in a development that I think everybody could see coming today from the moment the New York Times reported on those additional emails later on today that in which John Gruden insulted a whole host of people. Yeah, I think when it comes to anti-gay language, misogynistic terms, what was happening, I I believe that John Gruden has never done that to anyone face-to-face. I really believe that, and a lot of people do too. You would never do that. And people still believe that because there's just too many people, big people in his life, that know him. But the fact is he did it on an email. So as Adam Schefter said, and now Tom Pellicero, who broke the story on the timeline with the NFL Network, there was no other choice to be made. Coach Gruden, not in life with his voice and in person, but on email, checked every single box on how to offend people. Every box was checked off on offensive behavior written down in email. So... You cannot survive that. Omar, this really played out within the past couple of hours with the Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden had had a variety of discussions over several days since Friday when the Wall Street Journal first published that email from 2011 about DeMora Smith. Then this evening, within the past couple of hours, the New York Times published other emails that also had been provided by the league to the Las Vegas Raiders. At that point, it became clear to John Gruden that his time as the Raiders coach was over. My understanding was this was a conclusion that John Gruden came to himself. He decided to resign, met with owner Mark Davis about it this evening. Then within the past hour here, John Gruden met with his staff to let them know that he is out. At this point, we do not know who the Raiders interim head coach is going to be. There are multiple former NFL head coaches on staff there. Obviously, there is a trickle-down effect throughout this team that is now going to be dealing with the fallout from Gruden's resignation and the publishing of these emails, which tonight in the New York Times included Gruden using homophobic language. Of course, Carl Nassib, the first out NFL player to appear in a regular season game, currently on the roster. There were remarks about women, among other things. It became too much for John Gruden to believe that he could stay as the Raiders coach. John Gruden in a stunning development out as Las Vegas Raiders coach tonight. Yeah, it was a stunning development on how this proceeded from Friday uh, to last night heading into Monday Night Football and how this has, has developed. And, you know, Coach Gruden said, and he said it right after his press conference, he said that if he didn't win, he wouldn't be here for 10 years. He's not about the money. He wasn't a guy. He got that big contract. He was offered it, $100 million reportedly. And, look, he might not have made. He might not have made it another year or two if he didn't win more games. That's something we talk about all the time. You know, when are they going to win? When are they going to make the playoffs? How are they are going to do it? No one would survive these comments. No one in media, 
no one in the corporate world, no one in the NFL, no one who has the privilege to be in this league to coach. You can talk about his legal rights, what he could have done, what you think the world looks like today. He resigned because he knew this would be a distraction. It became a massive distraction for those who say Sunday. Well, we know by Monday it became a massive distraction for a football organization that's 3-2 and two and needs to win football games. And we'll discuss that, the football games going forward, of course. But we're here today to talk about the resignation of John Gruden, how it affects you as a Raider fan in the Raider Nation. And we'll sit here and take all your phone calls and all your discussions on what you think happened, what should happen going forward, and you know, just your opinions. That's what we do here. Brought to you by Golden Entertainment. They own the Strat. They own Arizona Charlie's, the Laughlin Entertainment Center, 64-plus taverns here in the Valley. Your place to go. They fuel the monologue. PT's best happy hour in town, 5 to 7, midnight to 2. This is why you have a flagship radio station in an NFL city to talk about these issues. We continue on John Gruden out as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders and more of your reaction. Uh, no, nah, I don't think it had anything to do with that. Um, I think it's kind of just how the guys came out. I mean, the last couple of weeks, we've been coming out flat, starting off early in the game. Um, and it was kind of a point of emphasis to try to get it going early. And um, we didn't do that today. So, yeah. That's Josh Jacobs coming off the loss. JT back with you. Brought to you by Remy Martin, Team Up for Excellence. Remy Martin, Raise Your Cocktail Game, will be hosting the pre- and post-game show from M Resort. Spawn Casino, that's coming up on Sunday uh, as the Raiders travel to Denver. And we'll have the rest of the week. I pushed everything back in regards to our preparation. We have several guests coming up this week, including Denver Insiders, on what this game will be. But today we're exclusively talking about the fall of John Gruden, John Gruden's resignation as head coach of the Raiders, and how it affects you as a fan. Your thoughts on this? as we continue to work through this. You know, from a radio perspective, what we're doing here, and, you know, I've been doing this 23 years with the Raiders, this is going to be the most challenging time, without a doubt. I was there when Dennis Allen got fired at the airport, got pulled off the flight from London, right in front of me, and my wife, Dennis Allen, out, and Coach Sperano brought in. He passed away, and, you know, he tried to turn it around, but the team was 0-4 coming out of London. Dennis Allen turned out to be a really good defensive coach. That's how he got the job, by the way, is he was a good defensive coach. He became a head coach. They went 0-4. They were going in the wrong direction. He got fired, and Coach Sperano was trying to turn it around. And I was there at the facility when he buried the football. A long story about burying the football. We're going to start anew. And he really tried. And I think it's important for Coach Passaccia here quickly to grab this team. Quickly. This can't be a developing deal. He's an interim head coach, and we hope he becomes the head coach because he wins. There's other head coaches on this team in Gus Bradley and Tom Cable. And and I mentioned Derek Carr before these emails broke and going into these games. This, to me, is the defining moment for Carr and how Carr reacts to this because does he become a better leader, a bigger leader without John Gruden in the building? I don't know. 
Does this shock him? Does this affect him? Because this is the play caller that really was the mad scientist that got Carr to become the player that he is and take his game to a higher level. I don't know the answer to that. I just know that Derek Carr is in a really tough spot. There's 12 football games left and a bye week. 12 games in a bye week that the Raiders got to pick themselves up. You always hear that term. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. This is the example. This is a big moment. Either this thing's going to go sideways or it's going to stabilize and this team's going to compete for a playoff spot like we all thought they would. So how will this team react? Nobody knows. But I know the character of the people in that building and what they're trying to do. And a lot of these players are elite players or high-end players. And they'll be defined for this. This will stay with them. Hey, NFL players only play on average 3.7 years. Some play four years. Some play six. Some play not even one. So you got a guy like Carr is probably going to play 15. Max Crosby, hopefully 15 years. No matter what, that entire locker room now has to come together. The leaders in that locker room got to slam the door shut, have a players-only meeting, and go, it's go time. This is adversity. We got to win for a brand-new market in Vegas. We got to win for Mark Davis, the owner. We got to win to shut everybody up who's now going to start kicking us when we're down again and win some football games. It's going to be very difficult to do. You're going to learn a lot about these players and this team over the next couple of months. As we continue on, Raider Reggie in North Las Vegas. Go ahead. JT, man, all I can say from from the start is I know how this is just devastating to you. And I truly appreciate you getting through it because this is what you do, man. I remember you calling in and doing conversations, but this is what you do. I appreciate it. But you know what? You can't measure a man's character, nor can you measure a man's bigotry or racism. Just because you might say this thing or you might have said that, it doesn't make it okay because you don't do it often. That's not something I do all the time. And it destroys me to know that John Gruden did what he did. And with that being said, man, with it coming out the way that it did, you know it's plenty more to come. It's more people because there's no way that it was just John Gruden. That's what I was saying last night. How did they do it? I can't sit here and, and calculate that. But when it's over with, there's going to be plenty more heads yeah. to roll. Now, then the other thing, man, with, with this, you just made another statement about the character. That's one of the things that John would be talking about, these guys that they're drafting even when it's a draft pick that blows people's mind like why would he do that he always talked about character right these guys this group that we have now they have to definitely step up in especially especially car car has to take this team by the the reins man and just get it headed in the right direction if you don't stand together to do anything in life, this is the time you got to stand together and got play it. for each other. Thanks, Reggie. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Let's go. Yeah, I appreciate go. the call. I got to keep everybody kind of on a tight phone call schedule here. There's a lot of people that want to get through. And we'll be talking about this all week, obviously, when it comes to this. When it comes to character and all, that's all I saw from Coach Gruden in my relationship with him was high character, a guy who cared about winning, 
work ethic. Work ethic is the big thing I got for him. That's my, that's what I want my legacy to be with all these radio shows I do is work ethic. I'm not going to be the best guy on the radio, the worst guy, but I'll outwork everybody. And this was the guy who I got a chance to see outwork everyone for a long period of time. And it was all about winning and character until we saw the revelations of these emails. And again, none of us saw this side of Coach Gruden because he would never say anything like this in public or think about this in public. We're assuming he would or he was a certain person after we see these emails. And that's what's unfortunate for Coach because now that we can read these emails and we'll be reading them more closely and in depth, there's not going to be a lot of speculation. For the people who think that John Gruden was like this all the time, it's going to be tough for friends to defend him. And that's the difficult part of friendships. When a friend goes through a really difficult time, are you going to defend them? No, you want to keep the friendship, but there are certain issues you can't defend. And this is one of them for Coach Gruden, and he knows that. That's why he resigned. The last thing he wanted to do was become a distraction for this team. And he didn't think something from seven years ago would come back to haunt him. It did. Something in your life, you're listening to me now, something in my life, I think I live a pretty good life. I think you do too. So you would hope that something from seven years ago doesn't come back to haunt you. But if it does, you'll know why. And you'll be able to deal with it and said, yes, I own that. I'm not that person. That's not who I am. But I did that. I, and I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. And I'll have to move on. And I wish everybody well on the way out. That's what happened to Coach Gruden in the last three days. Passionate Raider, you're up next. Go ahead. Good afternoon, JT. Man, you know, I got on here yesterday ranting and hollering and, and ranting at Gruden to resign, but I wasn't, I wasn't so much as, as in resign as, as to what has taken place in reality. I mean, yeah, we heard about it. We knew that it wasn't the same team out there the past two weeks, and I think the team knew about it a little bit more. It was, it was buzzing in the air before it really came out, but who knows? But I know there's been some people yesterday that was still saying that, well, with what he said, he should lose his job for this. I heard many people say that. But as the night went on, you even said it, Mark, Mark they, they, the NFL waited for Mark to make a move, and then they had to send him more emails for Mark to really make a move. Now, did Mark really let John have the choice to decide to resign? Who knows? We never know. Maybe that's the, that's the blessing of being a friend that, hey, we'll just say you resign because – Still, the NFL is not really happy with the way how long they had to to, to push it for to get them. But Mm -hmm. the reality of the situation, JT, is here we are again. You know my heart. That's why I'm called passionate Raider, man. I love these Raiders as much as I love my kids. Yeah, I know you do. This 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 is a swift. This is just another swift kick for us Raiders fans to have to go through this again. With these Raiders, man, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's, that, that's what hurts. It's not about what John Gruden did as a person because, you know what, human beings are human beings, mm-hmm. and it goes both ways. People say stuff about human beings all the time, but it's nowadays that this stuff is being thrown in with the race theory stuff, and we're being made aware of it now. It, it still does not justify what was said. I've been in his shoes. I, I've, I've said things that I shouldn't have said, and my mouth has got me in a lot of trouble in my life. But I'm talking as a Raiders fan, what we have to go through again, what is this locker room going to be? How divided is this locker room going to be? Because you have people that were for John, and then you got people. What what is this? This is the 
this is just the beginning of this for I believe those. Yeah, well, we know that. We, we, Vegas Raiders, man. Yeah, appreciate and it. Just hurts as a fan because we got to go through it again, man. We got to go through this pain again. I man. got it. Let me jump in. I got it. It's painful for everyone. It's painful for everyone. It's most painful, most painful for Coach Gruden's family. For that, that's not even debatable. His family, they are great people. And what his wife and everyone's going through, and they'll all support John Gruden. That family's a special family. They're all going through something much worse than what a Raider fan's going through right now. And John brought that on it. That this is his fault. What he did was his mistake and his fault. There are levels of mistakes that I've been able to cover on sports radio my whole career. And that's really a debatable issue where fans go crazy. Well, it wasn't a mistake. It was a DUI that killed someone. Yeah, that's a crime. That's a crime. And then there's levels of mistakes that are made. And then the world we live in today, which is the world we should have lived in 40 years ago, the world we live in today, levels of mistakes are magnified more so than ever. And people are saying, well, why now with the NFL? Well, the NFL is trying to catch up on the inclusion debate. You see the back of the helmets and what's written in the end zone? You actually think Coach would have survived that? No chance. No chance. Very unfortunate. And again, I don't think he woke up any day in his life looking to hurt anybody. He didn't. Did he get sloppy with his language and what he was thinking in an email to a friend? Absolutely. And that's the lesson to be learned. It's the lesson to be learned with kids, high school kids, college kids, the phone, social media. I mean, the world that we're living in now in regards to what can take you out from something you did years ago, we're there. I don't even know what the world's going to look like 10 years from now when it comes to technology and what people can see or hear or your thoughts and, and what can get you in trouble. But, you know, John did this on himself. He did this on himself, and no one was aware of it. And, again, this would be the last guy. The only loyalty I could show with my friendship to him, I'm always honest. I've, you know, I've been known to exaggerate, but I've never lied to you once ever on the radio. The only thing I'll say again is this is the last, last guy I thought would put those emails out. I'm telling you. I mean, there's a lot of coaches around this league. There's a lot of people that I don't know. But this is the last guy I thought would do this. And there's going to be a bunch of people, former players, Keyshawn Johnson, others who are going to pile on now. Randy Moss are going to pile on, and they have the right to do that because they have a microphone and they have the freedom to speak. And that's what's going to happen coming up here. And coach is going to have to take it. And he'll take it. He'll take it, and he'll have more to say on this somewhere down the road. All right, we're brought to you by our good friends at Sam and Ash, SamandAshLaw.com, because you deserve what's right. Give them a call if you get into any type of traffic accident, any advice you need legally, Sam and Ash, 702-820-1234. As we continue the conversation, John Gruden is out as head coach on Raider Nation Radio. You know, I'm not going to answer all these questions today. I think I've addressed it already. Uh, I can't remember a lot of the things that transpired 10 or 12 years ago, but um, I stand here uh, in front of everybody apologizing. I know I'm not, uh, I don't have an ounce of, of racism in me. I'm a, a guy that takes pride in leading people together, and I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. And again, I apologize to D. Smith and anybody out there that, that I have offended. That was John Gruden on Sunday. That's his last press conference at the stadium as the head coach of the Silver and Black. He had one more 
yesterday. Uh, last night, it was a doghouse. Great crowd showed up there. Resorts World. Wow, what a spot for Monday Night Football, baseball, the sports book, and all of that. Uh, head on out to Doghouse for Monday Night Football inside Resorts World. A great place. Real quickly, there was a couple who thought I was on the radio at noon there yesterday, and I wasn't. I'm not doing radio shows there yet. I got there about 4.30 because I got to do the radio show at 7. They waited for me for four hours, and we sat down and we talked for about 20 minutes. Nice young couple there, and uh, they were really excited that they came down to Resorts World to see Resorts World, and they were blown away by it. So we'll tell you when we're out there again on a Monday. Limon in Henderson, go ahead. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? I've been better. Go ahead. <laughs> I know you have. Listen, man, if you keep talking, man, you're going to keep saying the, what I'm trying to say. Listen, um, I just want to mention well, the things, you know, first of all, uh, this is a lesson learned for all the kids out there, like you say, college kids. You know, my son is in, from college. He's in UNR. And I always tell them, watch out what you write, watch out what you put up there. Because it can hunt you on your professional life down the future. Hey, man, it happened to the big boy, you know. It can happen to anybody out there. So hopefully kids can wake up out of this, you know. Um, I want I to say something about the Raiders, too, about the, you know, the, about Carr, which you already say. Now it's time to really step up, you know. Not mm-hmm. just him, you know. Uh, everybody else. I mean, defense, we, we should be okay. Uh, uh, we're a young team. We're learning. Hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. next coach coming up, you know, can bring the best out of them. But the team should, you know, just wake up and do this. If not for the city, if not for for the new Vegas, if not for for us, you know, for coach or for themselves, because it's time for them to become somebody, you know, somebody they can remember. Yes, that's you a know, that's a very so, yeah. So, Somebody, somebody, you know, we can be like, you know what? That was Tom Flores there. That was somebody there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was because of what happened. They stepped up and, and they show what the Raiders is about. Thank you, my friend. I agree with you. This is a defining moment for these young players, veterans. This will stay with them the rest of their lives, how they react to this. There's great football coaches in that room. And depending, you know, Coach Pisaccia is going to guide everybody to go win football games, and they'll have that good, solid game plan to go in there. And it'll probably be different than Coach Gruden's game plan. But whatever happens, every Raider fan, diehard Raider fan, when it comes to the team and the roster, should really step up right now. Because I think the fans need to come together after the resignation of John Gruden, that all Raider Nation gets behind this roster and really picks them up here like we expect you to do.